Um, and then just kind of, just, he just looks at you. And you can see all the guards just stunned. And they're just like, listen, what's the matter? I, I didn't take you for a, for a warrior, but you, you ain't too shabby. Where'd you learn to fight like that? Welcome to Bazinar, where great rivers flow and tall mountains rise, where the immortal gods pull the strings and towering civilizations and inexorable armies wage war, where darkness and light, fairies and furies, war and peace all struggle to survive. These are the stories of Bazinar, the commanders and heroes, the mages and swordsmen and monsters. Enter a new history. And we are back with another episode. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Peter. How are you doing? I am doing glorious. And to all our listeners, how are you doing? And also, welcome to Bazinar. Ba 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 ba. We need to get a better so, like drum roll going for the next one. You what you do is you get yourself just a drum. You yes. Just hit it, Dude. Like really hard. Whenever I say welcome to Bazinar. That's that's what we're gonna do. Like we don't we don't insert the sound bite. You just get a drum and. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> get that legit sound bite. I'm sorry, I did it again. Anyway, um, okay. So last we left off, you had fallen asleep. Yes, I had. That's that's all that happened last episode. I lied. Mm-hmm. Um, just while you're sleeping. sleeping, while you were sleeping, you have a very interesting dream. Of you watching a parade of Aldraxxus Elephas's human champions. Okay. And you recognize them all by face and name. There are about 200 of them. And these are a group of humans that Aldraxxus Elephas uh, picked out by hand during the Age of the Gods to serve him. And he gave each of them... Uh, an immunity to time, so immortality would no longer age, uh, though they all did eventually die in the fighting, uh, but they were his greatest soldiers in mm. the fight. Mm. And you can see them go one by one, his mages, his swordsmen, his engineers, uh, all the people who were so talented at one skill that they earned immortality from this god, and they all pass by one after another, and you just watch them in the street. Mm. And then the dream ends, and you wake up, and again, you have kicked off your blanket, and you are cold. Oh my goodness. I... Get up. Ugh, stretch. Ugh. Okay. Where is my cloak? Alright, your, your cloak is off to the side, hanging over the, the nightstand where you left it. Okay. Uh, Lace is by the door, staring at you. And he looks at you, and you can see in his eyes, he's just confused for a second, and he like doesn't know what to say. He looks at you and he's just like, uh, How are sorry, you doing, Lace? What's your name again? Uh, my name? Uh, yeah, I, know, I have a terrible memory. Yes, Vosamar. I, I, on, I, I promise you, it's no, no offense. I forget my mother's name sometimes. Thanks. Yeah. That, that would be quite a. Quite a problem. Awesome, uh, <laughs> how could I forget a name like that? Then again, how could I remember a name like that? 
Vossimar. Vossimar. It's a strange name. Don't don't worry about it. Quite. All right then. You go follow me. On... Whatever you're ready. Take your time. Ooh, I like this lax system of regimental order. Put on my clothes, grab my cloak, and I head for the door to follow him. Get your equipment. Don't forget that. And my equipment, which I forgot I had, and now I do. <laughs> <laughs> so you look back and you're like, oh yeah, I have a spear. Um, and you oh, grab it, frick. you have the shield and the armor. Wait, okay, did I have a spear? or just? You, you're given a spear and a dagger. Oh, right. Mmm, yummy. Okay. Um, iron, not steel. And he takes you and he's like, alright, follow me. We're gonna... The general wants us to see what you can do. So we are gonna do exactly that. Follow me to the training place and we're gonna gonna figure you out. Sounds juicy. You, Let's do it. You follow and you go outside the palisade to the small area where the trees have been cleared away. Mm -hmm. 20, 30 feet, I don't know, uh, 8, 9 meters wide. So like, not like a huge place. But mm. big enough where you can comfortably spar. Oh, uh, wonderful. Two people can comfortably spar. So you go there, and Lace uh, gives you a uh, spear, takes away your shield, he puts his shield away. And you're like, alright, we're going to see what you can do. Just uh, some simple techniques. Uh, don't worry about impressing me. I'll go easy on you. We'll just figure out where you are, where you can start from. Alright. And he uh, takes his spear, and he sets himself. Mm -hmm. Towards you. It does look from like the way he's holding the spear that he's right-handed or left-handed. He is right-handed. Okay. You would assume. Cool. Or he he fights right-handed at least. Okay. Cool. I I do the same. I. We never talked about this, but am I am I right-handed or left-handed? You are certainly ambidextrous. Okay. Wonderful. One hundred percent ambidextrous. Oh. Okay. Then I then I go left-handed for the spear. And he kind of looks at you and like, "Oh, I don't know, you were left-handed. You're eating with the right hand." Oh, it, it, it's when I use the spear, I go left-handed sometimes. Oh, that's you are full of surprises, aren't you? All right. Thank you. I take that as a you, deep compliment. It's a fact. All right, put your guard up, and he uh, he waits for you to get reset, and then he uh, assaults you, and he just comes at you with just a. Stab the midriff, which is a basic lunge. Okay, can I parry it and kind of knock the knock at his hands with the butt of the spear? So you twirl the spear dramatically, knock the with with the the butt of the spear, you knock his blow away, and then with the tip, you smack at his hand, and he yelps and flinches back and drops his spear and stumbles away, and you're like, yeah. Uh, are you all I right? Uh, he I... looks he looks shocked. So sorry. I did not mean to um act so forward. My apologies. Uh, no, I... listen, Vasima. You're dang good. I did not expect that. Yeah, pass me my spear. I won't try it again. I'm not, I... I ain't gonna go. Ain't gonna go easy this time. I I grab the grab the spear and just toss it to him. All right, he catches with it my right hand. The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> He notices, and he's just like, he kind of gives you another weird look. There are uh, two other guards, uh, Gadeo and another guard you don't know the name of, just kind of mm -hmm. watching. They're just also impressed. They're, where do you get this skill from? Um, and uh, Elias uh, takes his spear, and he sets himself and kind of approaches you, and he kind of just analyzes your guard and tries mm -hmm. to figure out a weak point. 
and they kind of circle each other for a little bit. Uh, and then he, uh, okay. he s- waits for you to take a step, and then as soon as your your foot is off the ground, he takes another lunge at you. This time he goes for uh, uh, higher against your shoulder. Can Okay, so describe this to me. Which Which shoulder and which leg am I holding up? So if you're left-handed, you'd be like this. Um, and your 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 left foot. So you're 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 circling each other like predators, like the movies. Yep, you know, yep, like, yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then so your left foot is furthest away from him. So your left foot is in the air, and your right shoulder is closest to him. And he okay. looks for the right shoulder. Your spear, if you're left-handed, would be angled towards ish towards your left shoulder. So that's that's the most open spot. Okay. Can I try to fall back onto that foot? Um, like bend backwards a little bit and like spin the spear um, so it again hits against his hand yeah so uh, you have you know you easily lean your weight back fall onto your, your left foot as you shift it mid stride on uh, the spear stab goes just like a few inches past your shoulder and you bring the butt of your spear up and you smack the butt of his spear into his chin Oh, and he, uh, he stumbles back, kind of dazed for a second. Um, and then just comes, he just looks at you. And you can see all the guards stunned. And they're just like, Listen, Dwosima, I, I didn't take you for, for a warrior, but you, you ain't too shabby. Why'd you learn to fight like that? Oh, just trading with my tribe. Um, we, we, before we, um, before the majority of our tribe was wiped out, we were quite uh, excellent warriors. Um, we trained with each other in many different ways, and spears are my specialty. Wow, I, well, I, I, I'm shocked. I don't know what to say. I, I we can't train you. I'll inform the general. You're, you're in, you're in top shape. But, all right then. And he just kind of, like, stutters away, like, confused. And he, he gestures you to follow, and the other guards follow, and they're all just kind of just like, ah, yeah. Okay, so, Peter, let me interrupt real quick. Um, you have mentioned that I am, well, in the old days, I was by no means, um, compared to the others, I was by no means a very, uh, proficient warrior. So, how come these people think I'm very good at weapons? It's not that they they think you're very good. It's more of you're confused about how terrible they are. Ah, okay. That these would be considered warriors. It's like you've been dueling with duelists for your entire life, and then suddenly you're up against like a six-year-old, and it's just not a competition. And you're just confused about why these six-year-olds have armor on. It's really what it is. You, you still don't consider yourself good. You've seen hmm. what good fighting looks like. Yeah, and it's yeah. not what you're doing. But these children are making you look incredible. I see. Okay. Um, resume. I have no further questions. I, I have <laughs> Case closed. Uh, rest is dismissed. All right. <laughs> so you, you, we walk back, uh, and you continue your duties, and it's it just begins become it becomes a, a very lax day. You're back on guard. You're chilling with Lace and Gadeo and the, a couple other guardsmen that come here and there. Um, and you're just keeping watch every now and then you'll mm-hmm. go and you'll buy some food have a snack or a lunch dinner Wait, I'll buy some food do I have money 
they buy it for you. Uh, they ah, do I not see. use money. They can use this mythical ideal of their authority, their guards. Ah, they are I see. I see. Uh, but you still do not see any sort of, of coin or okay. something like that. So... He went off to go tell the general I'm good at spirit fighting. Um, and then we went back on guard duty. I'm just waiting for an opportunity. I kind of want to, like, explore the possessions of the general at some point without him knowing, if you catch my drift. Uh, so I'm waiting for an opportunity to, like, slip off and uh, explore. All right, so they send you off to get food at one point. They're like, mm -hmm. you, you know you don't know the culture very well, but you've seen us do it, and this will be a good experience for you to figure it out. Plus, Lace and, and I are... Wait, no, sorry. Gadeo and I, that's Lace's voice, are kind of uh, lazy, so you can do it because you're the new guy. Of, um, of course. I would expect nothing less. Yeah, and they make sure that you have your your uh, badge, which you didn't notice they had because they, they, they wear it... Uh, on the inside of their palm, actually. Ah, interesting. Um, but they give you the badge, and you can show it to people for free food, uh, and they send you off to get just whatever you feel like getting. It, to them, this village is a place of variety and a lot mm -hmm. of flavors and such. To mm -hmm. you, everything tastes the exact same. It's mm -hmm. all just meat. There is some river <laughs> fish, and there are root vegetables and berries, and that's about it. Okay. But they they seem to be able to tell the difference between the slightest differences in, in taste, and they're like, "Wow, this is incredible! What a okay. place of variety!" <laughs> so I run off, not necessarily getting food right away, and I I, I go to the general's hut. Is he there? The general, uh, it's again, it's a larger room, mm -hmm. a larger building with multiple rooms. So you look in, you kind of circle around, look through the windows, mm -hmm. uh, very quietly. And you see the general is in the main room, uh, the first room you would enter, talking mm -hmm. with a few of his, uh, you would assume inferiors, but it's like his staff, okay. his lieutenants. Okay. So I'm going to, Is so is it possible to sneak past the main room in this structure? Uh, there are windows to come through, however, they do mm -hmm. not seem to open. I see. And there's only one entrance that leads into the main room that leads into the rest of the stuff. Yes. Okay. Door. When you look around, you do seem to see that there is a trapdoor leading mm -hmm. onto the roof that okay. leads into one of the side rooms. Okay. Uh, but that side room only leads into the main room. I see. So okay. Roof, uh, so you assume there's roof access to some extent. Okay. I can I can uh, come back later, I think. I, I think I've scoped this out well enough for today. Um, I'll come back at night and try to do more then because um, probably easier. Um, yeah, I go back to the marketplace. I flash my badge uh, and just get like a, hey, I'm a guard. Can I have some food? And I just, I don't, I just ask for food. I don't specify what they give me. Okay, so they, they just give you a basic meal. And you are able to tell at this point that the badge does get them to give you whatever you want. Uh, and they very much resent you for it. 
they see this badge and they you can just see just hatred in the villagers' eyes when they see mm. it. And the and badge then... is of that same sword, which looking at it now you can tell is a is a re representation of Balkoth's sword, which you have seen on multiple occasions in real life and do not appreciate. This is the the sword of like threaded death. Yes. Yes. They okay. they've been calling it the people have been calling it the threadbare blade. The threadbare blade. That would be a really cool icon to draw in real life. Um, okay, so I I want to ask them like, hey, so I'm new here. Uh, what is the way in which you normally barter besides the you know badge? They gotta look at you like it's strange question. Uh, and they kind of. Just, if you want something from somebody else, you give something of equal value to that person in exchange. I see. What 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 do people usually give you in exchange for your food? Whatever I need at the moment. I mean, this you're talking to a, a fisherwoman, it seems. Yes. So. Yes. She's as well. I, I exchange it from other types of food, uh, clothing, uh, occasionally for building supplies or tools when my when my uh, house needs repairs. Uh, occasionally for safety, and she says it with a lot of venom, and she kind of glances at your badge with uh, mm. spite. Um, uh, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever I need. Okay, thank you for this these words of advice. I appreciate them. And I leave with the food. And I take it to the guards. And I give it to them. Alright, that's, wow. That's that's a great sentence. They eat it, you yes, all it eat it, you have a great time eating lunch. Um, You say you wait until nightfall? Mm-hmm. Yes. Nothing happens. Nothing ever seems to happen in this village. You kind of just keep watch, you chill, you play games, you talk to villagers, go back. Another thing you're beginning to notice is Lace and Gedeo seem very good-natured. And you, you like mm. them a lot. However, there is a very, very distinct disdain they have for people who are not of the Archeon tribe. And it's not like a hatred, they just, it's its just a tribism. If you're mm. not of the Archeon tribe, yeah. you're just mm -hmm. lesser. And you can see that I in the see. way they act. They don't, there's no malevolence in how they act towards the villagers. They just truly yeah. look at them as borderline animalistic. Hmm. Okay. Um, what's... Well, kind of weird because they're all humans that's kind of stupid um <laughs> you're all edibles I'm... what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna sneak off i'm gonna take off like all of my like iron armor and like my big heavy fur and like all of the like big noticeable stuff that makes noise um i keep my dagger with me because you know you can never not need a dagger and i sneak off uh other people awake at this hour. There are a few. There are night guards. Mm -hmm. um, I assume you're doing this at night. Uh, yes. You do this yes. At night. Um, yes. There are night guards, uh, but they're mostly at the palisade. And mm -hmm. when they see you, they see uh, they recognize your face or your uniform, um, and they ignore you completely. Okay. Um, there are a few other people, um, a few beggars around, um, some people doing night work, but no one is paying attention. People who are doing night work are trying to be very quick about it. Mm -hmm. And trying to stay on the radar, not like I sneaking, see. but just like getting it done very quickly and getting home. 
And there are not many of them. Um, I tried to stay out of the vision of as many people as I can. And I make my way towards the central official building where, where the general was sleeping. So you're only seen once when you're leaving the when leaving your own building. Uh, mm -hmm. And then you stick to the shadows and you're pretty sure no one sees you. Mm -hmm. uh, you get to the building. Um, and I assume you just look around through the windows again. Yeah. Just uh, double checking and, that no one's awake in there. Uh, there's one room that you can kind of, based on your knowledge of architecture, tell that it exists, mm -hmm. um, and you can't see inside. And other than that, um, you see a small room of barracks, just four soldiers sleeping, um, and everything else seems empty. Okay. Um, I, I try to sneak quietly just through the main door. Uh, you said there wasn't anyone awake in there, correct? Not in main room, no. Okay, so I, I, I sneak through. Um, sticking to the shadows as much as possible, avoiding people. Um, and I want to make is my... no light in the building except for uh, starlight and moonlight that shines through. So very, very dimly lit. Okay. Um, well, I assume because I have like slightly better eyesight than most people that it's fairly easy to see where I'm oh, yeah. going. I mean, it's still dark for you, but mm -hmm. you it's are dark, able but I can, to do, you're yeah. able to okay. see, yeah. Uh, well, I, I walk through, and I try to find the same area where the general, like, where his desk was. I don't know if he had a desk, but, you know, uh, where I was taken to see him. So you go through, and it's a pretty simple, you go to the main room, and you turn left and go through the door. Mm -hmm. That being said, the door is locked. Okay. Um, now I've thought of this before, but I'm going to try to, in, in the it, past, very when I used magic, oh, not a, not like a complex lock. It's just a sliding deadbolt from the other side of the door. Yeah. Okay. So in the past, when I have used magic, has it been loud or has it made noise at all? Um, the noise it would have made was... No, there is zero noise. Again, it, the consequences did. So, mm. the tree falling yeah, the consequences was very did, yeah. loud and such like that. But the magic itself had made no noise. Okay. This might be a terrible idea. But, um, I'm going to... I'm going to focus and try to make that connection um, with the other side uh, in in that corner of my mind and try to pull into myself that chaos and then look around using the and direct in, into my eyes so I can look at the area surrounding that I'm that I'm in with this chaos site okay so you you, you put it into your eyes mm -hmm. and you you look around um, and you can see you kind of you're, you're beginning to hone your your vision into kind of being able to tell what's mm -hmm. made of what um again you're used to this vision despite not having not having it not done in, in the past 400 years you still have this memory that clicks mm -hmm. you look around and you are able to recognize a lot of thought in the one room with the soldiers and a lot of thought in the room without a window as well there's probably two people in there from the amount of thought you can see in there mm. um 
But you're able to see, again, ahead of you is mostly cosmos, a little bit of nature, a good amount of death from the wood okay. that has been chopped down. Can I differentiate the the different types of, I guess this would be cosmos and death in like the deadbolt? The deadbolt does not have a lot of death. Um, or uh, so uh, yeah. What you're able to tell by that is probably not wood. Um, okay. It's either a that stone or a metal. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot of cosmos, and you can you're able to tell basically where the where the wood ends and the metal begins. I see. Um, now, I'm trying to see how I can do this quietly. So I want <laughs> um, to take my um, chaos that I'm pulling in from this, um, from across the void, and direct it into the deadbolt and the space next to the deadbolt. I guess where I assume it would slide into. And I want to think the thoughts of moving, but also quiet. Um, All right. Think thoughts of moving and also quiet. Yes. Okay. Um, so you, you push this idea, you push the chaos, and, and give the chaos these orders, and mm. you can see the chaos, the the, the strands of cosmos just mm. about uh, half a foot up. Just the entire thing. There's no noise. Oh boy. Can I open the door and try to catch the thing before it falls? It's still locked. Oh. It has perfectly moved to be attached to the door still. Uh, half a foot before it was before. That is amazing. And alone. <laughs> All right. I'm going to turn around and walk outside. <laughs> right, um, you, you, mentioned there was, you mentioned there was a um, uh, trapdoor on the roof. Yes. Can I attempt to scale the building and try to find my way to the trapdoor? So you go to the roof, you said? Yes. Alright, you go to the roof and uh, you cut off for a second and you know what you said, but you're on the roof. What do you do next? Yeah, I look for the... So, what do I see on the roof? Is there like just this one trapdoor or are there other trapdoors as well? There are a few chairs about. It seems people go up here to just kind of chill, but there are mm -hmm. other trapdoors. Oh. So, there's only the one trapdoor that led from the side room. Yeah. Okay, so I, is it locked? No. Okay, I, I lift open the trap door, and I peer inside. What do I see? Um, so again, it's a, it's a dark room. It's a ladder leading... Are you on, you're on the roof now? Yes. So you, dark... Uh, you look into the darkness, and there's a ladder leading down, and it's just a small little... Uh, maybe like three, three and a half feet wide, and like hmm. five, six feet long, and it just leads into the main room. Okay. Uh, well. Wait. From the architecture, does this lead into the other room that was locked? Apart no, from going into... it leads okay. right into the main room. Yeah. <sighs> Never mind. I just leave. <laughs> this is this has been pointless. <laughs> well, Alright. To the, the, the masterful god of Avot, defeated by a simple deadbolt lock, um, slinks back in defeat. Um... <laughs> back to his chambers um 
All right, and I guess you just you rest the night away. What's your plan? Yeah. Um. You... Yeah, I just go to sleep. I'll do something in the morning. So you rest in the morning, and you wake up the next morning to lace shaking you. Mm. It's a uh, Vosamar. I wake up. Hey, listen, mate, mate. Uh, there's there's a well, we're being called to the front lines. Oh, wonderful. Perfect. And I think inside, shoot. I should have figured a way through that door last night. Oh, well. What, yeah, what, what hasn't been done hasn't all, been done. <laughs> all, all seven of us are getting pulled up. Uh, we're apparently, the, the war chief, uh, he needs reinforcements. So, well, why don't I get that spear yours used, uh, I suppose. And he can kind oh, of see, like, he's, indeed, he's excited. I am. <laughs> he's excited, but he's also... He's also terrified of going into a real battle. Okay. Um, this is good. This is very good. I, I smile broadly. Like, this is what I have been waiting for. And I like and I grab my stuff, I stick it on as fast as I can. I forgot to take my my dagger out of my pocket last night, so it's still there. Um, but uh, I grab my spear and like the cloak and everything, and I'm like, "Do we want to get better equipment before we leave?" We're gonna we're gonna arm you with the the standard. Uh, get you uniform, okay. get you some steel weaponry, and uh, Wonderful. a steel rim shield. Uh, get the iron dagger out the way. But uh, I mean, this is this is what we got. We get you a helmet. Wonderful. That'll help a little bit. Uh, and they do they quickly get you the stuff of the armory. Mm -hmm. Um. And you feel slightly better. It's still the same equipment. It's slightly lighter than it was before. Mm -hmm. And you can... I mean, you know your metals pretty well. It's infinitely... Not infinitely. It is markedly better than iron. Steel is. Um, but you get ready. They line up. It's seven of you. Uh, and you're leading out. And uh, your commanding officer, quote-unquote, the sergeant of the unit. And you haven't yes. even noticed he was important because the commander's been doing all the ordering. Mm -hmm. But now they're dealing without the commander. He takes control. His name is Imar. Mm -hmm. uh, and he leads you towards the front line, which at this point happens to be northwest. And you head out, and that is where we will end this episode, mm -hmm. with you heading towards the front lines. Episode 6. The Spearman. Where a Baybot sails into the army. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.